Hello, welcome to this Friday, well, late Friday evening of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Um, very big day today around the NHL as it looks like, well, before we say that because I have something special planned, um, Cameron Easton is back on this episode of Locked On Penguins because, well, he's always on this podcast and I like having him on and it's a perfect time for him to come on, especially with the big news that is today. So, Cam, how are you? It's glad that we got to do this again. I think we're almost back to the once a week thing, but how are you doing, sir? I'm like the most excited. I've, it's, it's been the most exciting like moment, you know, in the past couple months for me. It's I can't wait. When's August first? <laughs> like, yeah, come on! I know three more weeks. So with that, I am going to play this short twenty second uh, clip. Um, if you guys are listening to this at high volume, uh, please lower it because this this probably will be pretty pretty loud. So this this is just going to lead us into the big topic. So here it goes. So yes, there I had to play the jam siren cam from the late ni- well the late nineties, good lord, the early nineties when the Penguins were winning their first back to back cups. Um, one of my favorite things that they still play at times during the game to get the crowd revved up. Um, when I hear that, I think of Penguins playoff hockey. So it's official, man. The league is back. Three more weeks. I'm slowly but surely getting pretty amped for it. Um, I, I've been kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't really been too excited, but now with this news. Um, it, it's, it's starting to settle in cam that I think they may, they hopefully are able to pull this off and this is a long day coming. I, I even tweeted, um, it's, I think we have a long way to go as a country to handle this pandemic a lot better and we have a lot to work of work to do and it's been a while, but it still feels damn good that we're getting sports back in three weeks. Yeah, for sure. And going back to the whole goal siren thing, um, nothing was more like chilling than in the 2013 uh, playoffs they were playing war pigs by black Sp- black, black yep. sabbath and that just gave chills just down my spine when you're in the arena and they were playing that and the the towels were twirling but yeah but um yeah it's i think this is a great opportunity for the nhl um because a lot of sports aren't back yet and i think that this is all eyes are going to be on the nhl and probably the mlb as well but i think the way that the nhl is setting this up um, I think a lot of leagues might take um, almost precautions like the NHL has done with the hotels and mm-hmm. things like that. The the NBA is also starting up at the same time. Um, not sure, really sure what their plans are for the games during the day. But Cam, let's just get right to that. Um, there's going to be five or six games every day for the qualifying rounds. It's going to be basically like March Madness, except it's in August. Um, there's going to be a game starting at noon. 2 o'clock at, uh, Eastern time for Edmonton time, 4 o'clock, 6.30, 8 o'clock, and 10.30 almost every single day. So, um, Cam, can I just – I think we should just call off work basically that whole week and just uh, – well, I mean I'm going to be in North Carolina for a socially distant trip <laughs> to the beach with my immediate family. So that's where I'm going to be watching the play-in series for the Penguins and a bunch of others. So um, I basically already have off <laughs> for that, but – um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I will watch the shit out of that, as I think a lot of people will. Um, like you said, it's a great moment for the NHL that they're going to have a lot of the the games on. Like They're going to command a lot of the TV interest from people during the day. I know the NBA will too, because 
it's the NBA, it's the NBA, but still, um, th- this is set shaping up to be a really cool qualifying round situation. Yeah, it's <laughs> my boss is probably not going to be happy at work because I'm going to be watching some games <laughs> uh, on my phone. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really exciting because especially it, I think the most interesting part is is how how much of a toll it's going to be on the players. Yeah, it's, it's just rapid i mean it's you, this isn't even like the normal stanley cup playoffs which is already grueling as is so um i'd like this and i'd like to see how these these players come off this break and then just go right into it and um probably gonna see some upsets here just based off of the you know it's the, the NHL. You, all, you always do see some upsets. There's yeah. always that uh, team. I, I think it's. I think it's a little. It's increased though with the whole situation of COVID and and the players. You know, not not yeah. being on the ice for that time for that all that time. It's it's uh yeah. It's it, it's it's gonna be interesting to say the least. Um, games four and five, if they're necessary for all the series, I think they'll be back to back games. So. Yippee for back-to-back playoff games. That's going to be a joy to see if, if some of those series go to Game 5. Also, Cam, um, the Penguins will be scheduled to play on 8-7, um, August 7th. I think you know what day that is. Um, if, if the series gets to that day, it's a uh, certain someone's birthday. He wears the jersey. And um, if the Penguins <laughs> do play on that day, I think I'll lock him in for getting a hat trick. Oh, for sure. It's going to be a multi-point game. Um He's from the videos they've been showing on social media. I mean, he has looked like on top of his game, and I, I'm really excited. <laughs> Someone else, I'm not going to say their name because we always mention it. But yeah, I um, think I think everyone knows <laughs> who we're talking about. Number 87. His birthday is on August 7th. Um, no, I'm talking about the um, uh, who Crosby was dangling in the, oh, in the, in I'm, the video. I'm, I'm clueless. Uh, that's well, we'll keep that on the podcast. I was talking about his birthday, but oh, was he dangling a uh, a certain someone that um, I've said too much on this podcast? Uh, JJ. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was. It, that was it, it was the uh, behind the between the legs pass, right? That, that looked yes, yeah. Oh, I can't. But yeah, but also going back to the original point. Um, if you don't know whose birthday that is, um, I think you just, you should probably find out because, um, yeah, I, I already said it. So, but, um, Cam, they also, they ratified the CBA today. Um, the players are also going back to the Olympics in 2022 and 2026. Um, real quick before we continue with the return of the league, what are your thoughts on that situation? Cause I mean, I'm all stoked for that. I'm really excited. And, um, you know, when, when I was in high school, um, here in Virginia, hockey isn't like that big. And I just remember being in my English class and when TJ Oshie was in Sochi and doing, um, the shootout, the, un- the unreal shootout, um, against Russia. And I had my English teacher talking about it and everybody in the class was talking about the game. I'm like, since when did y'all start watching hockey? <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think, you know, the Olympics is, is a, a big, um, talking point for a lot of people and to have hockey back in there. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I, I said this yesterday on yet on the episode, you know, I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, no, I, I think the, the amateurs should play. I said, I'm going to stop you right there, mom, because um, I don't really think a lot of people watched the last 2018 Olympics. Well, men's wise. I mean, everyone, I think watched the women's, 
side because all the professionals were playing and they were just absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Those, those games were so much fun to watch. People need to they were. watch more of women's hockey because there are some outstanding players that play on USA and Canada. But going back to like the men's side, like I don't really think a lot of people really watched that because it wasn't the professionals playing. And just to see like a, a stacked Team USA, I mean – stacked USA wise going up against a very stacked team Canada wise. There's a big difference and you know, you have the Canada Russia rivalry. Um, it's just going to be so much fun. And, um, we were robbed of it in 2018. I remember in 2014, I was, um, I think I was a sophomore junior in high school. And I remember my English teacher, she put on the, um, cause we finished our stuff with it. She put on the USA Canada. I think it was the round Robin game. And everyone in there of course was, I was cheering for the United States and, Every time, you know, Sidney Crosby's face would come on, you know, all, all the, the, uh, the, Caps fans and the Caps fans in there would just look at me and just, like, give me the look with Sidney Crosby. I'm like, hey, for once, I'm actually rooting against him because, well, for obvious reasons, Cam, you know, I'm not going to root for Canada to be <laughs> my home country. But I just, I, whenever I think of the last Olympics, I, I mean, I do think of that because I got to watch Canada and the U.S. go at it in high school and I really didn't think my English teacher would put it on. But still, very exciting. And, you know, as I said yesterday, I've said it many times too, it took a freaking pandemic to get the players back to the Olympics. And it took a pandemic for the NHLPA and the NHL to come to a four-year extension for the CBA uh, until 2026. Yeah, and, and going back to when you were talking about the amateurs, I mean, the Olympics is about bringing together the world's best athletes. Yes. And as great as it was to see the amateurs get a shot and play, um, you you really want to see each country at full strength and the best in each country, and to have that on full display. I mean, it's it's fun to watch, and and these players the, the players love playing for their countries mm-hmm. too. I mean, they, I mean it's it's a passion um, that you, you see, in, you know, with the anthems after games and all that, and it's it's just it's really fun to watch and. Um, you know, I hope to see something, not the same outcome, but um, Canada versus USA. How could we forget with Crosby scoring the overtime goal? Yeah, to win gold, <laughs> the golden goal. A lot of, a lot of. But, I still, still cringe when I see it, even though it, it's my favorite player. But it sucks it just had to happen against you know our, our home country. But um, yeah, I'm just very, very excited for it. Um, but also, you know. Cam, this was I saw today after they ratified the CBA. Apparently, Cam, so free agent frenzy will be October 9th. So basically, we're seven days following the Stanley Cup final as late as October 11th. So, Cam, we could have free agent frenzy on the same day as the first round of the NHL entry draft. Um, I'm on pretty team <laughs> chaos for that one. What do you think? <laughs> I think you're going to be a little busy on the podcast. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of news that week, but um, just – Keep in mind, though, everything is tentative, you know, with, you know, COVID still going on and um, there's still a lot of cases here in the U.S. Um, But I'm I'm really excited to see the future of the league going forward with with the new CBA extension. And it's 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 really for the first time in a couple months, I'm feeling really excited for the NHL. Yeah, exactly. I agree. You know, I've I've started like I said, I'm slowly becoming more and more excited I, I loved i loved how the penguins twitter changed their bio we're back did you miss us we missed you <laughs> that is that is incredible um in case you guys did not see the schedule for the penguins they will have game one on august 1st which is a saturday i believe all their games will be eight o'clock games it looks like they're when you look at the the graphic that the nhl put out 
that are on the far right side um, of the time. But I mean, they're they're not going to release the times in the broadcast schedule. I believe it's Monday they'll release those. But everything that it looks like is going to happen. I think the Penguins will get the eight o'clock game. That works perfect for me. I can have every beach day I want. I'm not going to be at the <laughs> beach at eight o'clock. I will be at the beach at twelve o'clock. So um, I really would not want to go back during the beach and watch a game at 12 o'clock because that's just not up my alley. So game two, Monday, August 3rd, game three, Wednesday, August 5th. And then if necessary on Cindy Crosby's birthday, August 7th would be game four. And then August 8th would be game five. And then the official, the, the, the 16 team, uh, the first, the official first round, I believe would start August 11th. And then that would take up 13, 14 days. And then, you know, you'll have, you know, late August, you'll get, Second round, you know, September, you'll get the conference finals, Stanley Cup final, right after that going into early October. And, Cam, it looks like the conference finals and the Stanley Cup final apparently will both be held in Edmonton. It was rumored that yesterday that that was going to happen, and it's now official. They will not be held in Toronto. So, um, Connor McDavid, it's likely that you probably will not be able to uh, see the Stanley Cup final in Edmonton this year. Um, I just have to put <laughs> that out there. I'm sorry, Connor. But uh, we, we love you, man. We just we hope you can win it uh when at some point, but yeah, Cam, those are, hey, those are the dates. Hey, I mean, it's going to be the first time uh, the, the cup's being raised in Canada in how many years? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. The, uh, the, the Oilers have not had a Stanley Cup final game in Edmonton since I won, uh, what was it? They won it 2000. They, they well, they haven't, they didn't win it that year, but I think they, no. won, it was 2006 against Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, they, lost of course to Carolina because Cam Ward was just a utter monster but still that is so that'll be interesting for uh, for Edmonton to say the least um Cam you got um you got anything for me I'm like I, I gotta go go through my Twitter to, to find more well no I, I I love the memes going on social media about um them announcing the hotels for the team oh yeah 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 and um <laughs> yeah because the Penguins were the only qualifying round team with with all the uh, the other teams with like Boston, Tampa, and, all all their and, like their top four rivals. Did you see the meme that had the uh, two uh, guys giving each other the finger? Yeah, I, I loved the uh, the office the office meme where they're all pointing the gun. And, yeah, yeah, that that one's it's, good. The one in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie after the boat comes up, where they all point their pistols at each other. That's for you too, but uh, the um of the old old commercial of Ovechkin and Crosby in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, someone put Ovechkin. that. Someone put that meme up there that with um, Alex Jones, who we're not going to play on this podcast because he has some very interesting takes. But that is that, <laughs> that whoever made that that meme was just um, incredible. But also, okay, I did I did find this. So all the play-in games will be. Uh, officially counted as Stanley Cup playoff games. So the Penguins officially have extended their playoff uh, streak to 14 consecutive years. So um, that's a big W right there. That is the longest active streak in the NHL. I believe right after that, I think it's there's a couple teams that are tied with six or eight years. I have to double check, but still. 14 straight years. Um, cherish that. That does not come along very, very often. Um, 14 years ago, I was around... Uh, Eight, eight or nine, eight, eight, basically eight years old when they first started making the playoffs. Now I'm already, I'll be 23 this year. So, um, yeah, like I said, this does not come along very often. Cherish this. This will not happen uh, forever. They'll probably keep making the playoffs at least for a few more years until Cindy Crosby gets into his mid to late 30s. But still, um, it's still, it's always an accomplishment to extend that streak. 
Um, yeah, that's that's why I want to say about that. And to go off of that, um, me and you being the same age, we grew up with the Red Wings having that that yep. unbelievable mm-hmm. streak. And you know, when the Penguins faced the Red Wings, they they were the powerhouse, and and you know they lost in two thousand eight, but won in two thousand nine. Um, you know, now later on, present day, it's like seeing the Penguins. They really are the power, one of the powerhouses in the yep. NHL, and. Um, not many teams get to say that or have ever gotten to say that. So you, you really do have to cherish it. Yep. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, also, Cam, look, what, what are you most looking forward to for, for this team as they come back? You know, is, is it Jake Ensel's return? Is it the top six? Um, just what are you really looking forward to with, with the comeback in three weeks for this team? I am really excited to see how Jake Ensel comes back from his injury and how, you know, how he get, fits in the lineup. And mm-hmm. I think the biggest question mark for me is probably going to be the defense and um, how how the lines will be played out. And, you know, will Marino still be, I, I think he will be, but I, you know, there's, he's a rookie. So um, will he still be at his same level? Um, so, you know um, yeah. And I think that the goalie situation is going to be an interesting question mark going into this tournament. That, that's um, the one kinda... I think is bigger for me. You know, I think Matt Murray, of course, is going to start, but how long is his leash going to be? I think it's going to be pretty short. You know, he has a bad game. I think he might get yanked, especially, you know, if he gives up somehow, gives up four to five goals to a bad Montreal Canadiens team. I really do not think Montreal is that good. I think the Penguins should wipe the floor with them, but you know, the NHL is chaos. Um, I think the one big thing I also want to ask you is how upset would you be if the Penguins lost to Montreal, knowing also that they have a 12.5% chance at the number one overall pick, which the lot, the second lottery will be held on August 10th, the, the day after the qualifying round is all done. Um, just, I'll give the floor to you. Um, you know, I think we, we've waited this long for hockey and, and yeah. to see the Penguins play. And, um, there's I've been thinking about it a lot. There's a part of me that's like, oh wow, you know, there's the chance of the number one pick. You know, don't sweat it. But we're these are the you know we're coming up on the last years of Crosby and Malkin. I've said it before, and you need to take every opportunity you get, even if we've made it 14 years in a row. You take any opportunity you get in the playoffs, and you you make the best of it. Yeah. And the the ultimate goal is to win the cup. It's not to get the first overall pick. You get first overall picks to get to the, you know, to build, to get to the cup, you know? Um, I I think they have the, I think they have the pieces, you know? Um, But it wouldn't hurt (laughs) to get the first overall pick. It it wouldn't hurt. It's almost like a win-win situation, but, you know, as quoted from Moneyball, you know, I hate losing more than I love to win. So um, I would prefer to win the series and then go play maybe Philadelphia in the first round, maybe wax them up a bit. Or, you know, maybe you play Washington. I'm going to be curious to see how those round-robin games are to see who gets the number one seed. Um, I kind of feel bad for a team like Boston because if they go, like, one and two, they're not going to get the number one seed that they um, desperately deserved, um, which is just absolutely – it's just – that's that's the really one that just makes no sense to me is that the Boston Bruins are potentially not going to get the number one seed after just wiping the floor with every team during the regular season. But They were hands down the best team in the league. Yeah. I mean, it's – you know, they were walking to the president's trophy, and that's and to go off the, the Canadians. It's like they really shouldn't be in the tournament, but to, with the numbers, they they qualified. You know, but um, 
this should be an easy series for the Penguins yeah. going in. It's just, it's just there's a lot of question marks. As long, so. as, as long as Carey Price somehow doesn't turn into a god, um, the Penguins should be able to strap down the Max Domi line with the Zach Aston Reese, Brandon Tanev, and Teddy Bluger line. That is their glue line. You can play them as their third line. You can play them as their fourth line. They are so good defensively. That's the matchup I think that Mike Sullivan is going to go after to try to strap down the Domi line. Um, yeah, just make sure Carey Price doesn't turn into a demigod or just a full-on god like Zeus or whatever for Greek mythology. Um, and I think the Penguins should be pretty okay here. But before I let you go, Cam, um, I wanted to ask you about like the qualifying series as a whole. Who do you think is should be on the highest upset alert? Like maybe Edmonton, Carolina, you know, going out west, maybe Minnesota, Vancouver. Like who, who do you think should be on the highest upset alert? That's like one of the, of the higher seeds or whatever. I think Edmonton's always going to be on the radar just with how um, their history has been the past couple years and with McDavid and their playoff success. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably go with Edmonton, to be quite honest with you. But I, I really do think any series really is up for grabs. I mean, it's the NHL. You know, we saw the whole – we saw Tampa get swept you know, swept last year, yep. <laughs> which nobody thought was going to happen, especially against Columbus. So anything can happen. It's the NHL. Yeah, so. it's it's chaos. Um, and, and and I mean Edmonton, I honestly think should wipe Chicago. Chicago's defensively, they're just so gross. And you know they might be getting back Brent Seabrook, who's just really really bad now at this point in his career. And I mean I know they have Patrick Kane and they have Alex DeBrincat, they have Jonathan Taves. You know they have two guys who've won three cups. They know what it takes. But you take a look at the rest of that team, and it's just like no, I, I agree. Like, but yeah. Edmonton, it's it's gonna take a bad penalty from Zach Cassie and yeah. something just. Uh, <laughs> Mess it all up, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, or uh, or Chris Russell just lays his ass down and just deflects a blocked shot in because that's what Chris <laughs> Russell does. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. Honestly, I think that Carolina Rangers series is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think the Carolina should be on upset alert for that. I, I don't know what the Rangers are going to do in goal. They have three really great options. I don't think they're going to start Henrik. I think they're going to go with one of the younger guys. But Artemi Panarin should win the heart. I think he's going to do really, really good. In that series, Mika Zibanejad has really come into his own since that trade coming over from Ottawa. Oh, what a for deal sure. that was. Good Lord. I mean, Derek Broussard was a good player, but Mika Zibanejad has just been a on another monster, level. Utter monster. Just, but yeah, yeah that, that series is going to be good. Um, out in the West, I mean, that Vancouver series, I'm curious to see Vancouver. You know, there's some smoke today about potentially them trading Brock Besser because they don't want him to make $6 million against the cap. And it's like, well, you know, I wonder why you're having these discussions when you pay Brandon Sutter, Antoine Roussel, um, who, who are all these players that I'm missing? I had like a tweet and now I'm just completely forgetting it. All right. I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I think I finally remembered. Okay. I mean, they're paying, you know, Jay Beagle so much money. Remember the, the Louis Erickson contract? That's a, <sighs> that was a yikes. Like I said, Antoine Roussel, old friend, Brandon Sutter's making too much money. You know, you wouldn't have these dumb conversations about paying Brock Besser $6 million, who's one of your best players, um, if you weren't so um, up against the cap. But you know what? That's Jim Benning. But still, I'm um, getting off topic here. But still, that series with Vancouver should be interesting. It's been a few years since the Canucks have been in the playoffs. Elias Peterson is just awesome. Quinn Hughes. I love watching Quinn Hughes play. He has a very strong oh, yeah. case to, be the call, uh, to win the Calder. I still have Cal McCarr winning it. But um, if, if Quinn Hughes won, I really wouldn't. To be uh, care to be honest, I think that that's going to be a fun series. I think they're going up against uh, Minnesota, right? Cam, it should be Minnesota. 
Yes, yes, that is uh, correct. Yeah, I, oh my god, I almost screwed that up. So yeah, that that should be <laughs> fun. Get the game the wild back in the playoffs. Um, yeah, you know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? I think out of all the best of five series games, uh-huh. um, I really think the Columbus Toronto. That's gonna be um, fun. That's gonna be fun to watch. I think that's, oh, yeah. as, you know, as I'm gonna watch the Penguins, obviously, but I think of all of them, I think that's the one I'm gonna keep tabs on because, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Columbus's departures last off season, um, they they really did. I mean, Torch did a good job of keeping that team together. Their and goaltending was through the roof. On roof, Elvis, <clears throat> man. Elvis, yeah, Elvis has not left the building for Columbus. That's for. Uh... Sure, he was on a whole. Oh, Tortorella. Yeah. Ima- yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, imagine if somehow the Penguins play Columbus, and then you know <laughs> Elvis gets just shut out, and yeah, that, you that's can only the, imagine that's the, the sayings that, uh, that that little brother finally beats big brother in the playoffs. You know, you got to let little brother win sometimes. But still, that that series is gonna be fun. I think people, Toronto fans, are gonna be up in arms if they don't get past them. You know, this is what year. Um, this year, what is this year two of uh, Tavares there? I think I think so. Yeah, it is, yeah, it, it, I, I do it, believe so. Yeah, it year two of Tavares, but it's like year four of Austin Matthews. I'm, I, dude, this pandemic has made me just lose track of all the times, like of all the years that Austin Matthews has been there. But still, you know, the expectations are very high for a Toronto team when you're that stock. That should beat Columbus, but Tortorella coaches the Blue Jackets very good. Um, lastly, Cam, I think that Winnipeg series that's going to be cool because. Connor Hellebuck has a chance to be named league MVP with the way he carried that sack of shit Winnipeg team to the playoffs. <laughs> and um, he was, I, I want to see if he can carry them into the round of 16. Connor Hellebuck was a monster this season. Hey, history shows good goaltending always serves well in the playoffs. And um, that's, you know, we talked about that for the Penguins. I think having, the goalie situation that the Penguins do have right now actually serves them well because, I mean, you look in 2017 with uh, Flurry and Murray, um, you know, if, if one of them were off their game, um, you know, uh, Sullivan was easily just going to oh. switch them out. Oh, yeah. And Flurry carried them through the, the Capital Series, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, he did. So, um, I, forgot, I forgot the Winnipeg I, played um, when they're playing Calgary. So um, yeah, That's right, yeah. So yeah, Calgary, Calgary could get um, their their goaltending was like kind of bad this season anyway. So um, and I, I know they love to make fun of Mike Smith up there because um, who doesn't like to make fun of Mike Smith? The other series in the West, um, Arizona and Nashville, um, get to see Taylor Hall back in the playoffs. That's a, that's a W right there. And, uh, Phil Kessler. Yeah, that's the only benefit of that series, right? For Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nashville, glad they got in. Um, they've had they had a lot of problems though this season. Um, I'm gonna be curious to see what John Hines can do with that team. And then lastly, I think I think the one series we did not say, the Islanders and the Panthers. The Panthers get back in the playoffs the, uh, for the first time. Of course, the last time they were in the playoffs, they played the Islanders, and Trocek was tripped. I don't care how many times um, Islanders fans uh, want to he- would not want to hear it. Trocek was tripped, and the Panthers got robbed of going to a Game 7. I will die on that hill for the rest of my life. So still, that's, that's a nice little revenge series for the Panthers there if they can take the Islanders out. Yeah, that's an upset I'd, I'd watch for. Oh, you got playoff um, Sergei Bobrovsky, too. So, um, right. That, you know, you got to – I mean, he was good last year with Columbus. I will say that. But for most of his playoff time, he was just not that good. Um, Cam, you got anything else uh, before we sign off here? 
No, and I, I know we we take focus on what just happened in the regular season a couple months ago, but I really do think this is a clean slate for all these teams. Yeah. And um, they're in the – I mean, it, it's a tournament, but this is the playoffs. And when you're in the playoffs, you play for the Cup. And for these teams like Montreal and Florida, as much as they have the opportunity to get the first overall pick, they're going to be playing their hearts out. They got to nothing to cup. lose. They have almost basically nothing to lose. They they weren't going to be here, so you know what? They're going to be like, you know what? Let's go out and try to do it. If not, we have a great backup plan. Our fans would love it if we lose. I honestly think like a team like Montreal, I think their fans would be like, okay, we lost. Let's just go get the number one overall pick because we honestly need it more than a lot of the play-in teams, to be honest. Well, and I think... And I think one, that attitude of just having fun yeah. and just going with the flow, that's going to benefit one of these teams in this whole tournament. And yeah. it'll it'll take them far. Yeah. So it's just the question is who. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that statement. Um, yeah, I think, Cam, this might do it for this episode of Locked on Penguins. This was a longer one, but still. We finally got hockey back. Three more weeks. It can't come soon enough. Training camps open on Monday. They'll be traveling to the hub cities about uh, almost 11 days after that. So... Also, folks, um, you guys not see my tweet today. The everyday episodes will be coming back next week as we fully ramp up to the season. We'll be getting a lot more Penguins content. We'll be previewing the series. I'm going to try to have more people on. You know, maybe Josh and Chad will come back. We'll also probably do a crossover episode with the Locked On Canadians. I believe uh, Scott and Laura, they do an absolutely great job uh, for Locked On Canadians. We'll probably try to do a crossover with them to preview the series at some point, but still... A lot of good Penguins content. uh, I just cannot speak, guys. It's too late at night. A lot of (laughs) Penguins content coming your guys' way. Um, It's a great time, you know, to just, you know, we're we're getting sports back. That's the big thing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Cam, give your uh, Twitter name a shout out because everyone, uh, I love hearing your Twitter name. (laughs) It's not that fair. And you spell fair, F-E-H-R. Like the hockey player, and uh, it's canned, not yes, canned. Yes, that's right. So. It's canned now because people like to mispronounce <laughs> yeah. your la- your first name. So um, yeah. that'll do it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we will be back with daily episodes starting on Monday. Talk to you guys then.